Okay, that's the end of this fake tournament. This is the uh, the real thing. It's FPL. And um, yeah, huge, huge week to return to because we've now got a wild card. And yeah, we've got to, got to, got to discuss everything and all the players. So just, just Thomas today, no Pierce, but we'll get into it. Yeah, so what, what should we go on first, I guess? Do we want to talk about you know, players to target with a wild card team, kind of, or do we just want to go straight into fixtures and things like that? Um, we can talk about fixtures, I guess, more because I guess that's that's when we start talking about players. So, yeah, so the teams to start. Um, so if, in terms of fixture runs, I think. So who are the teams with the best fixtures? It would probably be United, 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 and City, yeah, very, very nice. United and City. Um, Honestly, all all the big teams are very much worth having for the next two to three game weeks like mm-hmm. uh, even Spurs even Spurs have quite um, a decent run of Brentford Villa and Crystal Palace um, yeah. Chelsea have Bournemouth and Bournemouth and Forest um, and then you got Man City and Man U who both have Leicester Everton and then uh, Forest and Wolves and Bournemouth so it's yeah mm-hmm. I, I think everyone's going to be targeting the same kind of teams it just depends on what kind of players because right now everything's a bit up in the air with some teams like Chelsea's really hard to predict, so people are going to go for different guys, and so someone is getting benched on someone's team. Um, mm-hmm. Like if you're going for Havertz, like some people have been going Havertz, but if you're going easier, go Mason Mount or someone. Um, so yeah, I I think the only differences are going to be whether people pick you know Rashford versus Martial or Mount versus Havertz or mm-hmm. uh, Foden versus KDB, like that kind of thing. So yeah, um, actually let's so, let's yeah. get into Chelsea a little bit because I think they're. They're definitely the standouts in terms of uh, fixtures for sure, because they, it's Bournemouth at home, mm-hmm. Forest away, and then a double game week. Which I know it is City, but it's still a double game week. So in terms of Chelsea assets, obviously the standout right now would be Reese James. Are you nervous about his minutes or his his ability to not start? Maybe one of those fixtures. Yeah, uh, I think it's difficult to put Reese James in right now, but it's. It... We're probably overthinking it by not putting him in. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like everyone back in the first half of the season, everyone got pissed off when he went through that one two point run and got benched a couple of times. Uh, but realistically, he goes through spurts. So if you don't if you don't give it a chance, you're never going to hit them. Um, mm-hmm. And like he could get twenty five points in two game weeks quite easily, um, even more. So yeah, I, I think Reshape is a good one. But if I if I woke up on Boxing Day and he's and I see that he's like fit, ready to go, and likely to play, then I think I'd maybe put him in. But I also think it's the risk that comes with it be that he might be coming off at fifty fifth minute, um, which I don't think is worth worrying about because it, you can't <laughs> just you can't hard to that. fine line. Yeah. But yeah, but um, it might be worth waiting right now, even though they have really good fixtures. It might be worth skipping the Bournemouth and Forest game and then just getting him in nineteen if you want that double game week. Really, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if you, how you can do that there. I don't know, but the way that Chelsea fans are talking about it is like they do not expect them to be regularly playing 90 minutes. Um, so if he was getting 60, 70, then I would still be bringing him in. But mm-hmm. I, I think it, it might it might end up being a 60, a 60 and a 30. You know, like he's, I think he's going to get benched at some point within there because it was a bad injury. Um, so, yeah, he, I think it's going to be about timing. Um, but, yeah, I, I think Reese is a ridiculously good option. If I don't go for him, then I'll be scared as hell to see him start. 
Um, so, yeah, what do you think? Well, I mean, in terms of their position in the table, Chelsea are not in a position where they can be resting players, right? They need to win every game to get themselves back into contention. And with their injuries, it's not it's not possible. So, um, yeah, I think... With, like, they I have also think a lot... On, they have games on Tuesday. They, their first game's on Tuesday. Their second, their second game's on a Sunday. Their third game's on a Thursday. And then it's... A, and then it's the Monday after that. So there is yeah. enough time in between those games, I think, for him to be rested and only play 60. Yeah, I also think he will be, like, incredibly useful to Potter. Uh, like, we've seen how Potter just loves his wingers, loves his wingbacks. Um, mm-hmm. And Chelsea are probably going to put everything into that, considering that they're, they're up front and the midfield isn't entirely crazy right now, especially with injuries. Um, so I, I think we'll see a lot of, I'm hoping we'll see Cucurella play more than just left centre back because if he plays as a left wing back or like gets alternated between left wing back and left centre back, I would definitely bring him in at five, five mm-hmm. nil or whatever. It's, he's somewhere around that. Um, but yeah, other than that, I think those him and Reese James are about all I'm looking at. If you if you're willing to go Mason Mount, I understand because I don't think Mason Mount needs like generally needs stats and like form to go off and score. And he's kind of just someone to just pop up and get his numbers random times. Yeah, um, I mean, that is you, true. Could go, you could go for a Mason Mount. It's safe, at least. You know you're going to get four or five game weeks in a row of 90 minutes. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But the concern there is if he just plays in that sort of centre-mid role, which we've seen for, you know, the last six months, he's been almost useless in an FPL sort of relevance. Um, so, yeah, if he, mm-hmm. if, if and it is looking like it could be that centre-mid role, uh, at least for the next few weeks. And I, I think it's just not... But I personally just don't think it's worth the the risk, if that's the possibility. Yeah, I don't either. But I was looking, so when Pierce, remember when Pierce shouted him out um, when mm-hmm. Poss had just came in? And I actually quite liked the shout because he had like one or two good games where he's doing well and Potter was playing him right through the middle, uh, mm-hmm. almost a 10. Um, and he had some really good numbers. He, I mean, three games in a row, he went three shots, two key passes, three shots, five key passes, three shots, zero key passes, but two of them were gold. Um, and then all of a sudden, next four games, he's had four shots and two key passes. Or five games, sorry. So, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty poor. You know, like, it, it's going to be hot and cold. But if, if you're willing, if, if that's the kind of comfortable purchase that you like, then I, I think this match okay. I think it's not bad. Yeah. But, yeah. And then, yeah, Should obviously, we move outside on to, that. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, is there anyone else? I mean, we, we, as a forward option, you could say Kai Havertz, you know. Um I, you know, again, I think it's the classic Kai Havertz conundrum where, you know, he's just not very effective in Premier League games. And considering his price, again, just it's just so hard to justify bringing him in. Yeah, I saw, like, you know, Gianni Bertucci guy, the Chelsea fan, he's, I thought he was big on Havertz. But, and Pierce right. was also talking about it. I'm sure Pierce was talking about it because he saw a bunch of Twitter people as well. But, yeah, yeah. I, you can't, first of all, you, and you definitely can't trust Havertz to play every game. So I don't even think mm-hmm. it's worth mm-hmm. getting someone like him in if you're targeting a double game week. Because really, yeah, really targeting yeah. a double game week, you want you want two you want two games in a row from your player. Yeah. Um, but I do like the you know the ceiling for for Havertz is high. It's definitely high. And he, mm-hmm. he showed uh, I guess over the last couple of games during during World Cup where he was quite decent and scored a hat trick behind closed doors. I think it was. Yeah. And, you know all these Chelsea fans. Love Havertz when he starts scoring and then I hate him once he does nothing. So Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I'm gonna I mean, stay again, away from that. But I, I, I get it. It's yeah. a good punt. I mean I think I think a better punt would be Sterling instead of Havertz. 
just because yeah. I think the other striker options are are too strong. Whereas Sterling, again, as you said with Mount, it was like our problem with Mount was that he's probably not going to be in a an attacking position but if you do somehow have the funds where you can upgrade from Mount to Sterling I would definitely do that yeah, uh, yeah. Me too. Um, should we move on to City or United uh, yeah let's do the United they're probably the second best in terms oh, of oh, fixtures sorry, last thing sorry, sorry last thing we should mention for Chelsea is Kepa because I think Kepa, most people yeah, are going to have yeah. Kepa because of the double game with. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I think he's, he's a solid option I don't even think you need to think about that one too much I think Potter will get clean sheets yeah. He'll rack up a couple of save points. Um, he's reliable and he's got the double game week. So I think most people should be on that. I, I agree, I agree. But of course, he's he's also, unfortunately, one mistake away from being dropped. So that yeah. kind of, yeah. it kind of revolves around that. It, it, it's, it's not, he's not like just a standard keeper like Edison or Allison or whatever, where they can make a mistake and it's not that big a deal because they'll be in the team next week. You know, he could, he could easily yeah. be rotated because of four. So that's a, that's it's a important to have guys like, yeah, it, that that means it's like important to have guys like Warden who you know yeah. are deputized. But that's exactly happens, it. But that's exactly it. So because yeah, if, that, if that happens in double gaming nineteen, but even exactly if that happens in double gaming nineteen, it's not it's annoying. But Ward has Fulham at home for game week nineteen. So again, you're not completely stuffed. So it's nice that we have a four point option that that's on the bench because Kepa then would be a bit of a risk if I if we didn't have that. Yeah. Also, I think Chelsea are going to struggle going forward, which usually when good teams struggle going forward, they tend to be really strong yeah. in the back. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I can see Potter doing that. So. No, for sure. Um, but for yeah, sure. let's move on. See United. Yeah. So okay. I think the big one of the one of our favorite shouts, of course, and it's it's going to be probably the reason we don't have him in our team now. Is Dallow, uh, unfortunately, going to be injured for that first game, which is a shame because I think both of us just wanted him in our team just so he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think as much as I wanted to bring in a United defender I just there's now a, a huge risk over everyone else because now I'm probably not going to do anyone yeah also Dallas you know, I, don't, I don't think United even have a chance of double game weeking until like it's, uh, on here it says till around the 22nd as possible yeah. um, so like there's definitely other guys but Dallas just we Dallo, I think, is the most underrated asset in the game by quite yeah. a, a mile because he's a bonus point magnet. He can pick up an assist randomly, pick up a shot randomly. He's more attacking he than, than people give him credit for. Yeah, he's definitely yeah. more attacking than people it's just, it's just that he's honestly not very good at attacking, if I'm being yeah. honest. Like, yeah. He's a brilliant, yeah. he's, a, he's always a decent, well, he's a good defender, but he's a brilliant midfielder, like brilliant on the ball, brilliant, brilliant in the build up mm-hmm. play. Um, and that's what gets him all the bonus points as he passes the ball yeah. in the field. Of defensive, yeah, defensive work as well. A lot of like clearances yeah. and stuff, which are good for BPS. Yeah, but I've, I've seen that guy cross the ball and he's awful at it. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'd love to have Dallow, but I think I might wait on Dallow because of this injury stuff. And the only yeah. reason I might do it, um, I don't even want to say the name right. Well, I think you've, you've definitely thought about it because this is a kind yeah. of player we all love, but I think Doherty's a decent shout for a punt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to do it because I don't like the idea of moving off of like a cheap defender to another cheap defender quite early on, like wasting a transfer. But mm-hmm. um, I think Doherty to Dallow can be an easy move later on. So I might be looking at doing something like that and, and hitting yeah. uh, Doherty for his next few games, Brentford, Villa and Crystal Palace. Okay. He scored yeah, interesting. four goals or something. Actually, we'll, we'll, the, get uh, on to, we'll get on to Spurs and Doherty a bit later because, yeah, yeah. I want to get into that. But, uh, yeah, with United, I think even though those three three fixtures are really good, 
And I would have liked to have switched over. You're now looking at that United team. And, you know, Varane's not fit yet, so you can't bring him in. Maguire probably isn't fit. So it'll be Lindelof and someone else who they're not going to play future game weeks. Then you've got Luke Shaw. But I think Luke Shaw could easily be rotated with Malassia with games every four days. So again, I just don't don't like him either. And then yeah, yeah, outside of that, then you're just then you're struggling. Yeah. Also, what what gets tough with with United as soon as they got City in, in game twenty. So as soon as you go through these yeah. two three games, it's like harder to bring them in. But um, yeah, that was coming in on my team at some point. I just don't know when. That's the uh, problem. I think yes. Yeah. I think we were saying the exact same all of the start yeah. of this, the season. But of course, once once the season starts and you're in it. Then there's suspensions, injuries that you just you have to manage before, and it's annoying. Yeah, it's actually ridiculous how many times I posted on Twitter talking about Dallow back yeah. in the first half of the season, being and like, you never I managed to get to in. And I couldn't yeah. even do it because, well, first of all, I think the first half of the season, we were just like using transfers so much. I felt like there was always a pressing transfer going ahead. Yeah. Um, so I just never thought of him as a huge one that I needed to get. But yeah, I, I'm going to do it at some point because I want to enjoy that. <laughs> No, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, okay. So attackers that you, that you quite like? I mean, there's the the big two, the big two that are getting called out on Twitter right now: Rashford and Martial. I think it's really those two are definitely getting um, definitely in strong strong contentions to be in my lineup for game week one. Oh, sorry, game week seventeen even. Um, but yeah, I think with with Rashford's form in the world, all the way up into the World Cup and including the World Cup. He is looking on fire. Obviously, scored mm-hmm. scored in the League Cup game as well. Incredible. And then Martial, you know, I think what we've seen of Martial when he has played in recent times, he's just been injury prone. But when he has played, he actually looks a different player than the mm-hmm. one that sort of left on loan to Sevilla, where he just didn't look interested. But I think, yeah, he has looked really, really interesting for the last um, the last few sort of months when he's been fit. Like I think he barely played. But when he has, he's got two goals and two assists in two hundred minutes. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yep. Um, and then yeah, no, his 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 numbers are very nice. Um, I mean, I guess that also happens when you when you play as a sub, you come in for ten minutes in like a moment of the yeah. game where there's a lot of chances. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, at least it shows that he's very effective. So I think if you're ever going to do Martial, if you're that kind of person, it is, if you it ever is, want to it do is. it, now yeah. is the time. No, if you're um, not going to do it now, you never you're, you don't like him as a player clearly. Which is fair, yeah. but Rash- it's just Rashford uh, is one hundred percent in most teams. I, I'd be very surprised yeah. not seeing him in most mm-hmm. teams. I, mm-hmm. I, I honestly think, you know, I think he's going to be more attacking than Martial, even though Martial's at the nine. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I was watching that. Who were they playing in the League Cup? I was watching they, uh, Burnley. Burnley, yeah, and Martial didn't look as involved as as Rashford did, in my opinion. No, At least no, Rashford was just looking to yeah. run. Um, yeah. But I expect Rashford to just pick up. He's a poacher. Like he's so good at getting in front of goal and just just and putting his, ball in the back of net. He's just a classic case of just the price is just well off of what he contributes in. And it's the same with he's got the same exact thing as Martinelli, where they're just their price is wrong, just straight up wrong. Yeah, and yeah. you know it's a it's a mistake on FBL's half that we it just means he has to be in the team. Yeah, I also think that he's a lot easier to pick right now because of Mitrovic being out. I think Mitrovic was in my team. Because of the double game week, and also he's just Mitrovic, but now he's a doubt. Makes it so much yeah. easier for people to get a Martial and Nikesia. Exactly. And I think Martial, exactly. Martial kind of beats Nikesia out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, most people would probably want to watch Nikesia for uh, a game week or two to see if he's even up to the standard right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I think, I think that's be, definitely but, the, uh, yeah. the case. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. 
I also think on the outside, Tom, uh, David De Gea is not a terrible shout. I, I know, yeah. like, over over the past couple of seasons, he's always been this guy who, like, picks up save points, but he's always a bit expensive. But now he's, like, 4.8. He's 4.9. Um, and they've got three good fixtures. He picks up save points. Like, he can, he's, he's capable of getting four to five save points every game, um, especially because now with Ten Hag, they play pretty expansive style. So there's a lot of counter football. So there's a lot of shots from outside the box, things like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I would if I wasn't going Kepa, I'd go... De Gea, but the 0.4 is too much of a difference for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree. And then as well, you can bring in guys like, like, like I've seen Anthony get mentioned. Sorry, not Anthony get mentioned. Seen Bruno get mentioned, but again, I just the price of Rashford just kind of makes that bit of a non-decision. Yeah, I, I think Bruno's been very overlooked by people, including myself. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm just not willing to spend like with all, all the expensive assets you need to kind of have a new team. I'm not willing to yeah. spend nine point five or whatever it is on Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is on pens because Ronaldo's gone, mm-hmm. and he's Bruno. I mean, he gets goals and assists. Like he, we know that he's consistent yeah. with it. Um, and also everyone's been saying like, especially in that game against Burnley, everyone was saying that Bruno was looking the most attacking, getting the best best chances out there. Um, and I think he's just operating behind the striker when they're when they're in transition. So. Yeah, this, I I would go Bruno if I if you know you had the balls to put money elsewhere. Yeah, they're uh, fifth and fair. Um, actually, so another team, of course, you know, for FPL, Man City, super important. Uh, it doesn't. They were basically fixture proof, just because we know how good they are. Uh, but yeah, they even still they have decent decent fixtures, and then obviously a double, so they're super important to get in. So I think the question isn't even necessarily like who we think is good. It's more so just like who do you think will play almost every game? So uh, who do you like? Yeah, so I think everyone... I, don't, I think if you're not going triple City right now, it's quite dangerous, um, in my opinion, because I think it's these decent result fixture is also just the best team in the league by quite a bit, in my opinion. Um, and, yeah, I, if, if you you have to have Haaland. Everyone's going to have Haaland. I mean, if you don't have him, you're just taking like a rank drop, but... Yeah, De Bruyne is a, is a debate. The whole De Bruyne Foden thing is fine. Um, I really don't care who. Like, I understand if you went Foden for four mil cheaper, it makes sense. But I can't do the whole Foden rotation wheel anymore. I've done it so many times. I'm I'm sick of it. I'm honest. So once I see him start a couple of games in a row, maybe I'll get on it. Um, but just those two and Kinsella will probably be it for me. But I think there's there's other guys there. There's value players um, like a Kanji at the back. But like they're so difficult with all the rotation. I just I don't know yeah. if I'm interested in it. No, I, I completely uh, agree. Who do you think? Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with these sort of uh, value guys where, you know, there's a lot of talk that that Akanji, Walker, uh, these guys are like nailed, I guess. But it's just, again, we just know that that's just never the case with City because, you know, at right back, they can play Kinsello there and then move Ake at left back or play Sergio Gomez. You know, there's just so many different combinations that it doesn't make him nailed. And then, and then with centre-backs, Akanji, yeah, he could be, but you know they have Ake, Laporte, uh, Diaz is out, but decent, but still probably not enough for him to be nailed. So I think for those guys, you kind of just got to go for Cancelo purely because of the fact that he's nailed, and then his attacking returns are a bonus, I guess. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, weirdly, they, weirdly, yeah. So, sorry, sorry, weirdly, they hard, hard fixtures. I know we were just saying they're the fixture proof, so I don't really care for it. Um, honestly, sometimes harder fixtures are good for the attack. That means they mm-hmm. get more chances because the other team is trying to actually go forward. 
Um, but I didn't even realize it. They played Tottenham twice in 20 and 22, and then they played yeah. Everton, Chelsea, United, Wolves. That's not that easy. Uh, but yeah, I, that whole backline thing that you were just saying is weird. It's it's hard, hard to. Even if you put on a kanji, I think you're saying to yourself, he's probably not going to play both double game weeks. Mm-hmm. He, and Stones, like, I, I love Stones. I think he's worthy of being that starting yeah, line. I didn't even I, mention that, yeah. Exactly. I didn't even mention yeah. him, the guys. Yeah. Laporte, like you said, Laporte, like, I, I, I don't even, I, it's weird. It's just like a trust thing. Um, but you know who's very low on the radar who I don't mind, especially as an alternative to Foden, is Bernardo Silva. Like, yeah. I know he's not an FPL asset technically, but because um, he's just. He, he doesn't get that many goals and assists, but he comes in every now and then. He can get you seven to eight points. Um, for seven mil, it's not bad if you don't want to go down a third round because I don't expect. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, every game. I don't agree with Bernardo. I think there's just a lot of rumors going around about his future, and I think he's basically just said to the club that he'll be there, but he doesn't see his future there. And I think. Um, oh really? Yeah, just yeah. I think Guardiola just kind of treats that as a like you'll play occasionally, like if I need you, but I just want guys to play when. Um, when I need you. So, because I think he definitely wants to go to Barcelona, but they obviously just can't afford him. So, I think they're just trying to figure out a way to sort that out. But, yeah. Um, I think, yeah, the only other one is Gundogan now. Gundogan, yeah, I was going to say. Gundogan. Um, he's, but, if, again, question marks with his ability to start in every game. Yeah. yeah. He um, is the... Yeah. If you're going to talk about value out of City, I think there's no point in trying to go for defenders that are not going to play every week. But if yeah. you go for someone like Gundogan, you know if he's starting, uh-huh. he's going to have good chances. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and what's his price? He's... Um, <laughs> he's Seven he is 7.3, yeah. So you're saving a mil on Foden if you need the money. Um, but yeah, outside of that... Again, you talked about De Bruyne and... and you 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 want to go with him because he's nailed. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if he's nailed. I have to say we've seen him benched before oh. in the past. Um, you know he was he was benched in. You know, okay, he he has been benched before. He played ninety minutes in the cup. What was that a couple of days ago? And then now there's a game every three or four days. And yeah, I don't know. But it's not necessarily. I don't think he plays every single game. So I'm a little a little concerned about that. That's fair. I'm I'm not going to agree with that. I guess we'll both get two sides yeah. of it. I'm definitely yeah. on the De Bruyne wave. I think I'm definitely a little biased on the De Bruyne wave because he's yeah. done me very well over the past like, so year. So, um, I mean, we'll get into we'll get sorry? into the Salah versus De Bruyne debate in a second. But um, I think when it comes to those two, again, the answer just is like, of course, watching that City versus uh, Liverpool game. I think that just confirmed. Like it didn't really change anything. Everyone saw what they they wanted to see, and what I saw was De Bruyne just being an assist monster. Which there's no problem with that, but it just means you have to get two assists for every goal that someone else scores, like Salah, which makes it quite difficult. Yeah, but the bonus points is also on top of that. I think Salah never yeah. gets the bonus unless he's got more than a goal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I think the whole can be difficult because. Yeah, like you said, if he doesn't actually get like the bonus points and the clean sheet on top of his already assist, it's hard for mm-hmm. him to get to like eight plus. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the only the reason I'm gonna go for him now is well, especially a terrible World Cup, and I think he's gonna be like fired up if yeah. he starts doing well for City. Um, mm-hmm. But also because I'm gonna have Highland, and I'm, I'm looking at the next couple fixtures. There's no way I captain Salah in any of the next two or three. I think giving 19, you could captain him, um, but I think it's Brentford away. 
not like that crazy. If Sal had a home game gaming nineteen, I think I might bring him in and, and do highlight for two game weeks and then mm-hmm. um and then Salah. But I think I'll just stay away from it. Gaming nineteen, maybe I'll go for a differential. But Salah is Salah, so Yeah, yeah. Hard. Uh, no, I mean, um, for sure, especially because, uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about Darwin, but there's other ways to get to that Liverpool attack, which is, you know, which is, and also we know with City that they're the best in the attack in the league, so you want to co- cover more bases with them. So it's fair. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, it's obviously dis- hard to say that he's not a good pick because he obviously is. Yeah. If you enjoy Foden as well, then there's no point in going KDB. Yeah. I just can't I just can't enjoy Foden. A lot of people like that. Uh, I understand it if he's starting. Um uh, but does my head in, so I'm just not gonna go down that route, I don't, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um so I I guess we move on from City, but Spurs are, are an interesting one that not a single person is speaking about, especially yeah. with the double game we come out. Do you have uh, anyone that you like? Um uh, I'm 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 liking Kulazevsky, yeah, to be honest. Uh, we, you know, we, Richarlison's injured, so he's going to be in that starting lineup. And as we've seen this season, when he plays, or at least not even this season, last season as well, when he plays, he always seems to get on the sort of score sheet somehow. And you know, like this season, he's got six goal involvements in six hundred minutes. Last season, he got twelve goal, so he got fourteen goal involvements in twelve hundred minutes. So he just always seems to get get those sort of FPL points, which is just huge. And of course, I think he in real life when you watch him as a player, he's so explosive. He's just breaking the lines consistently. He needs such a strong, important outlet for that Spurs team. Um, and then of course the fixtures I don't think are, are easy, but I just think for the fact that that he's nailed right now, it's um it's it's one that I'm definitely eyeing up. Yeah, I mean, just looking at his FPL like page, he's had he's played in only nine games this season, started five of them. Yeah, and he's got seven. He's got six goal moments. <laughs> so yeah. you know he's very, very effective. Obviously, uh, mostly assists. It's mostly assists, which is a little bit yeah. better. Yes, um, he's also quite decent for for bonus points. Like when if he scores, he's like up there. Yeah. Um, so it's reliable in that way. But yeah, I I really like Son and Kane, but they're just so expensive, and I just don't yeah, think Spurs yeah. equal what Liverpool and City are. So if you are going to go down the Spurs route, I think Kulu is. A good shout with Richie out, but when Richie comes back, it might be a bit difficult because those, yeah, him, those two and Son will be rotated. Yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure. But yeah, obviously, right now Richie's out until late January, so that's what like ten game weeks or something until then. So yeah, there's no, there's no need to worry too much about that. And then with Kane, yeah. Kane, I know he's going to be popular among some sort of groups in FPL because he's been very reliable this season. There's no. You know, I think he's he's been such an underrated FPL asset this season because I haven't owned him at, at any point, and he's the second highest scorer in the game or something. Um, and yeah, like he obviously takes penalties, etc. Going to be nailed, but there's just question marks about his sort of like his mentality, I guess, after the World Cup because if you know, <laughs> that's going to be, I think I think there is because I, not not in like a negative way, but just because. It was such a huge opportunity, and he knows personally that as a chance to win a trophy, a, a huge major trophy, you know, missing that kind of penalty. I think there are there. It's going to be tough to get back. Like you do see it with with players where they do uh, have a tough sort of spell after you know after a bad big game and stuff like that. Like it it, it does play on your mind. 
yeah. Um, I could see Kane struggling a little bit, but he, he, I had him actually. So I had him a lot that first half of the season. Um, yeah. I'd say probably 50% of that 16, 15 games I had him. But uh, I never, you know, I liked him and he obviously did very well picking up points, but I think I captured him twice and I think both times he didn't get me any points. And, um, or maybe got me five or something. But yeah. I just, you, I can't sit there and think that he's a good captain, especially this season when. He's hit below what eleven, ten points almost every single time. He's never yeah. had like a big haul yet. I mean, um, I think that's as much as that's a problem that he's not a captaincy option. I think for this season, it actually isn't that bad. Like I think when you have Haaland, you're going to captain him every week, and uh, just having having Kane there just to pick up the points from your team every week is just it's just great. You know, yeah. he's always there, reliable, yeah. picking up the points. Like, he's hit over 10 three times in three seasons, which is honestly good. But it's 10, 10, 10 and 11 are his best, um, which is yeah. obviously very good. Um, but, you know, when you compare it to Haaland and stuff, it's, it's, I can't even captain him. So, either way, I, I think it would be worth someone going through and, like, checking out the value per per player compared to if he's a captaincy option to see if mm-hmm. compared to whether if he's not a captain option. Like, it might be more useful having two eight, eight mil players and a Kane um, if you're not, if you know you're not captaining any of those three, or like a six mil and a and a four mil, I mean an eight mil instead of Kane, um, uh-huh. because simply you know you're not going to captain. But I, I'd probably have to do the math and math to see if it's even even right. Yeah, because Kane is hitting so often, like he's getting eight nine, eight nine, eight nine. Like that's good points, <laughs> regardless if you don't captain or not. It's good points. And eleven yeah, point exactly. six is not as bad as as Salah's thirteen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. And then, obviously, I think we can write off write off Son as an option because Kulisevsky's there. So, I think that's a pretty easy one. He's just not worth it money. Um, and yeah. then, yes, yeah, so I, I do want to like Son, but... Talk about, talk about Doherty, because I'm going to be honest, I haven't, I haven't actually really considered him at all. So, tell me your sort of thoughts. Um, well, I mean, I just... Twitter was typing him up for a bit because he scored, like, four or five goals over the Christmas break. <laughs> In friendlies. In friendlies, right, okay. Like four goals in four games is something ridiculous, um, uh-huh. and like he's been starting a lot of them. So I know Conte had that weird thing where like you he talks smack about him, saying he's just like not good enough to yeah. play football and things like that. Mm-hmm. Saying he's like the worst right back I've seen, like weird stuff. But <laughs> I generally would not be surprised if Conte said that kind of shit to get like him all fired up, <laughs> playing better football. And then two months down the line, Conte's gonna be like, "This is the best right back I've ever had." Yeah, yeah, and we're all gonna be sitting there like, why didn't we get Doherty? But I'm basically I'm gonna go on these Spurs forums the next two three days, and I'm just gonna look and keep looking for people and see what they say about Doherty because if he's playing that well over break, I think he deserves a start in the first game maybe. Um, I mean, you say that, but you know, I after you say that, that, I don't know where it comes from. Conte just Who else he just he has something for Emerson Royale. He just has something for him, and like I think no. it's clear. It's clear for the fans, like we, no one, no one knows what it is, but Conte sees something in him, and it's just like there's no, there's no taking away from that. He's he's Conte's man. Conte loves him, and yeah, yeah. I think he, he's gonna, he probably will win. Like they'll rotate, they'll rotate. There's no doubt about that. And yeah, it just makes that sort of, um, you know, it makes him kind of useless when he's not gonna be playing every game. Uh, I yeah. mean, I'm sure when he start if he starts regularly. It'll be a great option, and I'll be wanting to get with my team. But until I'm proven that, you know, I'm not really considering that. Yeah, I've I've been saying all all pod today. What we've been talking about, like I can't be bothered with these players that are like not nailed on, or at least 
like not even sure if they're going to start 80% of the game. Um, yeah. And Doherty is definitely one of them, but for some reason, 4.6 defender. I'm going to have three other defenders who are definitely nailed, plus Patterson. I'm kind of feeling that, like, just a punt right there is okay, especially that I'm not going to have Dallow yet, and I know I'm going to want to get him in. Yeah. Um, so, so it's doable, but I'm going to, yeah, it's going to be a lot of research before going into that for sure. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, but I think in terms of Spurs defense as well, I actually don't, I actually don't rate them that highly. Uh, like I'm looking at it now and Brighton, West Ham, Newcastle, and then Man United City all have better ex expected goals against than them. So I think there's just better avenues into better defenses than someone who's a risk. And then on, on the other side, if you do really want to take a risk, you know that Sesson Young's gonna be starting the first couple of weeks. So he's he is he he's a good attacking fullback who I'm sure will pop up with an assist um, and a potential clean sheet. But obviously again, same problems where he's just a transfer waiting to happen. Wait, Paris can come back? He's yeah, because he out? was at the he was at he was at the World Cup, third third place. Uh, game. Oh he put the third game as yeah. well. Yeah. Oh so he's not back for what, two, three weeks? For uh, maybe probably the first two games and then he'll be back after that. Hmm. Maybe Sesson Young's the better option then. Yeah, because at least uh, at least he's the guarantee, right? And yeah, uh, so you know he he definitely is starting that first game. And if he has a good Sesson game, Young. then he's he'll he'll keep him keep him the lineup. Yeah, I generally think Sesson Young is better attacking. Well, I mean in prior seasons you would you would say Doherty, but this season I've seen Sesson Young get up the field. Like he gets yeah. he really gets to the byline and he gets shots on goal. He's, yeah, he's, um, he's very underrated as an attacking outlet. Like people, people when he's when he's starting in FPL, don't really mention anything. But he's always in good attacking position. So, uh-huh. yeah, like I'm looking at his shots, and they're all in the box. Like yeah. Ryan Sessegnon, on his every, yeah. every shot he's basically taken. If I look at this season, every single one of them's on the left side of the of inside the box, near the six yard box. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, Spurs. I think Spurs are a good option. I just like Conte for FBL. I think he's like, I think he gets the most out of very certain players on the field. So you can target areas that you can confidently quite do do quite well. But the whole rotation thing right now with the wing backs makes that so difficult. So like you said, Kulusevski is probably the best bet. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, so, I mean, those are the four double game week teams. Who mm-hmm. do we kind of want to go talk about first? I think Newcastle uh, are worth a good shout. Oh, actually, should we talk about Brighton because they're almost nailed to get a, uh, a double yeah, game yeah. week? So because they, yeah, because I think what are they? They need something very likely to happen to get a double game week. So I don't know what it is. I can't remember. But uh, so their options, they they have a double game week in twenty one. Is it against Leicester and Newcastle away or something? Um, but yeah, still a double game week. So who who? I think from Brighton, it's the it's the standard shouts defense. Probably dunk, most nailed, and um, actually Brighton are a really good defense. As I said, above, uh, they're the third best defense in the league on XA. So yeah, great option if if you want some clean sheets. And then attacking wise, uh, yeah, Trossard is. It's hard to look away from him. He's probably the the main man in their attack. Yeah, um, I I don't. I think I'm. Quite- Quite against going the the defensive, or at least what I've watched under under the Serbia. I think they were good under Poster, but under the Serbia, they they look very open and they they do attack a ton. Um, mm-hmm. I would go trust hard if I was doing anything, but I get the the right defense just kind of takes long, and they also score goals every you know eight game weeks. So 
If you pick up Dunnett, you might get lucky and get some goal assist in there. Plus, you get probably a few clean sheets. So it's definitely not a bad option. Um, but the double game week as well. Who is this? Pretty sure it's a decent double game week, no? Uh, it was, yeah. It was, who did I say? I said it was... Let's see. Ben Krellin. Crystal Palace away? Um, um, it's... it's meant to be... Crystal Sorry, Palace yeah. or Bournemouth, yeah. Yeah, yeah. One of those two. Um, with Leicester, with Leicester. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty solid. Um, I think Trossard is probably your best bet. I think someone threw out on Twitter yesterday that no. he was like third or second highest XG per 90 or something. And, yeah, um, I mean, uh, the, and the, the thing as well, the thing as well is for Bryson is they have Arsenal at home and Liverpool at home. But I think for someone like Trossard, he is fixture-proof, as we saw. Like, I think he was picking up all of his points actually against top six teams. And... So I think the fact that it's Arsenal at home and Liverpool at home, they're two teams that you, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's impossible for him to pick up points there, a couple of goals, and then Southampton and Everton as well in the first four games. It's and then it'd be a double. So yeah, I think he's definitely a good shout. Yeah, I think he's. I think the whole Spurs and uh, Spurs and Brighton. I think I'm gonna wait possibly yeah. a week yeah. or two and then go for someone because of those double game weeks. I think Brighton is definitely worth waiting on, but Trossard's someone that could be in your squad right now. Does he yeah. Why not? Um, yeah. He's, he's, he's just looked really good um, prior to the World Cup. And like you said, his stats are so weird. Like, they are actually so weird. I would never captain this guy because you just don't know what teams he will yeah. perform against. Yeah. But, he, like, he's putting up 1.58 XG against Chelsea, 0.4 against uh, City, but then he's managing... 0.02 against Villa. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. Weird. And then 1.54 versus Liverpool as well. That's wild. That's just, yeah, complete opposite of what you expect from people normally from people. But, yeah, I, I like I like Brighton under the survey, but um, I'll probably watch them for a bit. All these new teams, especially like Postle and Chelsea, I, I, I want to see how the defence operates. I want to see what they're kind of putting first um, either scoring or defending because especially with Guys like Potter, like he, it's very obvious that if he's not able to get the attacking going, then he just builds a really, really strong backline um, and kind of makes sure that nothing gets through and they should play counter, they can play possession ball. But I, I think Chelsea are going to struggle with their stuff and they're going to end up picking up 1-0, 0-0, 1-0, 0-0, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Um, anything else from Brighton that you like? Uh, I mean, I guess if you're doing some sort of 3 million strategy, you could... If you really, really want to be ballsy, I guess go for like someone like Matoma, because uh, he's yeah. expected to be starting. But again, I don't know if he's nailed. But for that price, he does look pretty good. Uh, but I think with the value options elsewhere, it's it's probably unlikely you need to go for something like him. Yeah, I think he's, he's an exciting one. I think do they have someone injured or someone out? Uh, uh, Welbeck's out. Welbeck's, Welbeck's out. out. So that's why Trossard could so be starting as a striker. Trossard up top. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, you, you no, exactly. Out there, huh? You want to see Undav out there? Oh, Undav? Yeah, I'd love to see Undav. Uh, to be fair, actually, when he started in the cup, I did want to see a goal from him just because just to make FPL a bit more interesting with forward options, but wasn't even. I don't think he had a very good game. So, yeah, yeah, probably not. Um, okay. So, I, also, I think a lot of people have been saying Sanchez as a goalkeeper, but I don't think I'm touching that. Um, unless I mean, just, show that they pick up a lot of save points. Yeah, just looking at it now, so Welbeck's out, 
Webster's out, uh, McAllister's out, and I think those three are pretty important to how they play. So even though like they've got a good structure to their team and they should still perform decently, I think at least for the first game week, I wouldn't. I don't know if I back them for a clean sheet against Southampton. So I think it's if you're gonna have them, just have them on the bench, and then have them in there for the double game week in twenty one. I think that's probably the move. Yeah, I'm with that. I think Kepler Sanchez is not a terrible idea because I think yes. they both have different double game weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit more expensive, but not that much. Yeah, no, no, that would be an interesting one. Yeah. Do you want to move on to? I think Newcastle are now probably the best team to talk about. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's just so many options and such good form, and I'm expecting it's almost going to better form because they have all their players back now. Yeah. Um, or they're about to have like Tim Maxwell's pretty much back. He's just gonna probably be on the bench. I was uh-huh. like just on Twitter like asking asking Newcastle fans what what's happening, and they were basically saying it's gonna be a, a lot of them are saying it's gonna be a Joe Linton, mm-hmm. um, Wilson Almer on front three until ASM comes back. And um, then when's when's Isaac fit as well? Like I think it's three or four games down the line. I think he's got right. a couple of weeks. So I, I think you know I, re- I really like Wilson right now. I think it's a good shout. It's hard with we've already got we're already gonna have Nunes and Highland is pretty much locked. So it's basically picking Wilson over Martial. But I actually don't mind it if I'm gonna go Rashford. Cause I'm not sure I really want to go to double up with my United right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so yeah. I mean, I have to say yeah. I think Wilson's definitely. Probably the best asset. If I didn't have Almiron as someone that I've had for a while, so I've got a lot of value in him, I would probably switch switch to Wilson as a striker. Because um, now, now that I'm thinking about it, I think there are question marks going forward long term with Almiron's starting spot. Like, I think it would be very difficult to say that he continues his run of form, which he's been stupidly good, overperforming XG, all of that stuff. I mean, even though those numbers are very good for his price, he's still being overperforming and there's no getting away from that. And then when you have to Maxman fit, Isaac fit, uh, then suddenly his his minutes are going to drop significantly. Uh, and that could be a bit of a problem. So, yeah, I think that's a sort of an interesting one to remember long term that if you don't have a lot of price, a lot of value locked up in Almiron, probably is maybe worth worth a little question to yourself. Yeah, I think I'm also there's so many midfielders. Like we can have Rashford, you can have Martinelli, you can have Saka. Um, yeah, and you're gonna also have your your typicals in, in KDB, Salah. Or- yeah, because I'm not gonna lie, I've actually even thought about that. It's only now looking at sort of Newcastle's team and their fitness uh, that it, it does seem like that is a big concern. That like, Almiron could be a ten into sixty minute guy, and then if he doesn't score, then suddenly you're looking at some rotation. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's very possible I don't do Almiron. Um, yeah. I do Wilson instead of Martial and just stick yeah. with Rashford. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see, though. I think Wilson's very overlooked. Um, I think I think everyone knows he's good. Uh, but yeah. it's just like he's not been starting every single game because he's been off and on with injuries and random things. Yeah. So, but I think, I think um, what everyone learned, though, was for that final sort of bit of the season, which is how important and how good he can be because he's on penalties for this crazy good attacking side. And, you know, and he's such a clinical finisher. And, like, if you look at his numbers as well, uh, this season he's been operating at, like, uh, 0.79 XG and then 0.9 uh, XGI per 90. And that's yeah, crazy. pretty ridiculous. Good stuff. Pretty ridiculous. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm, 
I'm worried about getting the fast guys wrong. Um, but I think you have to go Trippier, and then you're going with Almer on Wilson or whatever. Um, so I don't think it's pretty hard to get wrong. But Newcastle are actually a good, good team. They're a good, good team. And that's what, mm-hmm. right now, that's where the value is. Like, Arsenal Newcastle are both the value teams that everyone should be after. Yeah. I think Newcastle might end up having a better start to the second half of the season than Arsenal will without Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so much talent yeah. in this Newcastle squad for FPR. No, definitely. They are. There's options everywhere. Like, even if, if you wanted to have a look at, like, a Joe Linton or Joe Willock, these guys, um, honestly, their numbers are still really good in their own ways as well. Like, uh, like if I bring up these guys' numbers, Joe Linton is on... Um, he's on... Like, he's still getting 0.2 XG per 90, which is interesting. And then yeah. Joe Willock as well. He's getting 0.5 XGI per 90. Which again, a, yeah. uh, an FPL, an FPL, uh, goal or assist every two games. Which for his price, I think he's like five point two, is really good. Yeah, no, I I can definitely see that. Um, is he playing like a box box? Uh, I mean, he should be playing. Camp? He's playing. Yeah, he's playing the more most attacking of that midfield three. So yeah, yeah. it's quite yeah. I mean, he definitely should be on people's radar. He's what and actually. Now. I mean, and, and then he's five. He, I mean, I think he should definitely be on a radar, like possibly more than uh, more than Almiron, like right now, if you don't have Almiron already, which is crazy to say. Um, the more I'm actually talking myself into not having him, the more I'm sort of talking <laughs> about it, as you can probably hear. Um, yeah. So yeah, Joe Willock is 4.9. So I think he's definitely quite, a, quite an interesting option. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then outside of that, uh, defense is good value. Trippier, obviously, it's. I'm sure everyone's gonna have Trippier on their team because he's a bonus magnet. He's a clean sheet magnet. It's just everything about him. Just a, he's an unreal. Take set pieces. Yeah, just yeah. there's too much going. Yeah, Trippier's on your team. I don't. I don't really know what yeah. he's doing because yeah. realistically, he's involved in so much that like he'd have to perform so badly, and Newcastle would have to perform so badly for him to not get any decent results. Um, no, exactly. And I'm sure. I'm sure okay. most people have value tied up in him as well which makes it even more harder to sell in yeah also uh i think i generally think pope is still one of the better options but i i got him in earlier in like halfway through the first half of the season when they were picking up decent amount of save points and then all of a sudden that stuff went dry and their defense just got really good to the point where like they weren't even letting in shots yeah um so pope was just picking up six points and a few points and i'm like not sure i really want like an edison type <laughs> in my yeah. team so I think I'm going to go with that Pope, but I I bet he could come back to getting a ton of save points and stuff soon. Um, I just couldn't see him, so I'll probably wait uh, and maybe go later towards that. But other than that, yeah, Botman and stuff, Burn, they're, they're decent value options because they're just a good team that will pick up clean yeah. sheets, but that's more of a need budget, guys. Yeah, for sure. And actually, okay, this is another question I'm going to bring to you. I know everyone's going to have Andreas on their team for the next you know, next batch of fixtures because he's got the double game week. He's obviously one of the cheapest midfielders in the game. Is there a question that you kind of have to start him for this game week? Because if we know that Mitrovic is out, that means Andreas, from the last time that we saw when Mitrovic was out, he was on penalties. Does that mean you kind of have to force him into your team for the fact that, you know, that's got points written on the bench all over it? Yeah. um, I mean, yeah, possibly, but realistically we're wild carding, so I think People have yeah. better defenders than, than someone like Andreas right now. Um, yeah. Um, I might 
you know, I'm really tempted just to kick him out of my team. I know he's really good. He's got a, a double game week, but mm-hmm. there's other guys like Somerville would be interesting. I know he's partially in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Somerville, Somerville like, Bailey's, looked, Bailey's been. Uh, sorry, like, so Somerville for sure will get back there, and also Bailey's been looking like he could be starting as a striker when we get back. But yeah, that's a, yeah, and also I, I hate to say it, I don't want to say it, <laughs> but Gordon Anthony Gordon could be. <laughs> <laughs> We, we will have we will not be good I can guarantee that but he is 5.3 which is as almost cheap as you get um, yeah. dropped off of like 5.5 he's got a decent amount of expected, goal, uh, expected points um, scored in, in uh, behind closed doors and stuff and he's been yeah. I'm, he just got signed a new contract and I'm pretty sure he's going to be our main outlet um, up top because DCLs are out it's going to be Malpe, him and Gray and when it's those three it's always Gray creating Malpe just doing whatever the whatever he freaking can it's not very good and yeah Gordon taking shot after shot after shot. I don't have faith in Everton. I really don't. Um, but it is an outside shout. I think you're right. Somerville's better. Willock's yeah. better. Um, even yeah. Homer might be better. <laughs> so, yeah. No, I don't, I don't think yeah. Gordon... Like, I, I know what you mean. Like he's, a, he's an option for another team. I guess it's worth a shout. But I can't see him being the, the biggest scoring point player out of all of those players you just mentioned. So, um, oh, really? No, Gordon. Gray always disappoints me. Oh, out of those guys, yeah, yeah. Out of those guys, out of that sort of price bracket guys that we just said, yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. I think Andreas is better than having Gordon. Yeah. Like, just just calm it and just get Andreas. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, Shaq exactly. is definitely worth a shout to. Like you said, Bailey's yeah. worth a shout. He's going to keep starting. Um, Solly March, if, if, if Deserby likes him, is a very good player, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, guys at the bottom, I don't really think there's anyone else. Um, of the really cheap midfielders. Yeah, I think that's. I think that might be. Some of those, oh my, oh, some of those stats were unbelievable. They were yeah. going into the World Cup. Mm-hmm. So I think as soon as this guy's um, fit, I'm gonna bring him in. I might, if they say that he's gonna be there. Actually, do you know who else? So, I think do you know I'm who? Him in. Do you know who's worth a show? Uh, Rodrigo. If you want to pay a little bit more. Money. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he should be. You know, there's a good chance that he's playing as a striker with Bamford's all of his injury issues. And he's an absolute yeah. shot monster on penalties. You know, leads are, leads are the kind of team as well that do that are kind of capable of scoring against every team. So when they and you know they get penalties, they're always dangerous against every team. So they are capable of getting pens against like your Liverpool's, your Cities, which means that he's on them. So yeah, I think he's he's a pretty good shout. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely I, Rodrigo. Oh, so many players like Rodrigo. Um, who else just cheap Martial like in that kind of bracket yeah. where I'm like there's yeah. so much potential there but there's so many other guys I want to go for mm-hmm. um, Rodrigo could be someone that's like last minute stuck into my team like very last minute um, yeah yeah, but, yeah so Somerville he's had oh, he's ridiculous also he plays 90 minutes when he starts so he's obviously got a lot of trust from Jesse Marsh um, but basically he's had his last year was 0.78 XG from three shots 0.63 XG from one shot yeah. he passes um, yeah, he just he puts up numbers every single time he goes out, and that's what a good FPL asset does. No, for so, sure, for sure. At four, is 4. especially 4? at that price, yeah, four point four, stupid so price. Yeah, stupid. Yeah, price. so when you know when everyone uh, in one or two games time, when you know a lot of the guys that were injured or World Cup players or whatever that aren't here right now, and people yeah. need to bring them in, I would not be surprised to see people downgrade Andreas to him just for zero point two or zero yeah. point one, so they can upgrade somewhere else. No, exactly. Um, exactly. But yeah, 
I think I wouldn't mind just sticking with my team and putting him on the uh, as third bench until he starts playing. Uh, for I think I'm gonna have for the, for the wild card because I think I'm gonna have five defenders that are all be playing and three straight and yeah. and three forwards that are gonna be playing. So no, no, that's fair. That's fair. But I guess there is a bit of competition, you know, like Aronson can play on the wings, um, Rodrigo can play on the wing, uh, Bamford maybe back fit, uh, Harrison. Harrison. Wait, uh, no, 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 no. Um, Sinistera. Sinistera is like his main. Yeah. He's yeah. Now. Um, yeah. Exactly. Someone else. Um, yeah. Someone else. Oh, Greenwood. Like he was. He was. Main, yeah, yeah, main, yeah, yeah. Greenwood. But he's. I think he's. In, I was looking at a bunch of leads for, and they were saying that either had uh, Greenwood. Like he's. Yeah, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I'm sure he's. Uh, there's no taking away his his, his great form. So like, if yeah. while on that form, he would be starting if he was fit. So I guess I guess again, you know, it sort of puts more question marks into him and maybe bring on bring in later when you know he's uh when you when you know he's gonna be playing. Um, yeah, looking, yeah. At, looking at Leeds and they've got so many injury issues. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of guys out. Rodrigo's technically on a hamstring injury. I don't think is that uh, I think he should, I think he's expected. Yeah. I think he's I think it's uh, one of them where he's still expected to be coming back in for that game. Yeah. 77 points is incredible from him. So, and honestly, his numbers are pretty silly. He's getting 3.86 shots per 90, and he's getting 0.6 XG. And I think he's someone as well where yeah. I actually think he's very clinical as well. Like, uh, the way he shoots is genuinely, he's just a very good finisher. And uh, I think he's just someone that both feet, he always keeps it low and hard. And when he, get, when he hits the corners, it's always one where the keeper has no chance of saving them. And I know you could say that down to, I guess he's overperforming his XG, but I think it's just the, his finishing technique could, could just lean to that style where he's just generally going to, he's generally going to, you know, just overperform those numbers. Yeah. Also, if your numbers are so good in the first instance, it doesn't yeah. matter because if you if you do you regress, then you'll yeah. regress to a decent result. Exactly, and and I think the um, fact that he is such a shot monster means that he will be more on the better end of that, and you know, than someone who doesn't take as many shots, but they're overperforming. Yeah. Yeah. My God, my team's gonna change a lot. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. No. Seriously. Um, seriously. Like, yeah. There's definitely a few guys who are having some second looks at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think Leeds are definitely a good option going forward if you can find the right value, guys. Um, yeah. Definitely worth trying it out. Yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. Um, who else? What other teams have we kind of got people in your squad from? Um, I mean, I guess we can talk about the cheap defenders. The conversation between you know Bueno, Patterson. Um, I think Emerson could be also be signed for West Ham. So I think those are the three four point yeah. defenders. Like the, the Leicester lads like Thomas and Castagna. Um, Castagna is yeah. rocking up in price. Cause I mm-hmm. I got him way back when he was like four point three, four point four yeah. or something. I think I'm getting rid though, because I, I genuinely I, I've watched. I had him during that period, and he I loved him because he was so high up the field. Like his positioning mm-hmm. is unbelievable, but he is the most ineffective like FPL asset of someone that yeah. you look at for positioning. Like you mm-hmm. see his positioning, you're like he's a be sh-. he's a heat map merchant. <laughs> but but if he does get if he literally gets a shot. Because one shot, it's probably one on one with the keeper and like a, a crossed ball from the other side. Yeah. So you, and it's from six yards out. So you know it might be a goal. 
Um, yes. So he's like one of those gambling guys. But no, he, he's watching West Ham, watched them a bunch, and they are poor. I'm sorry, they they were yeah. good defensively, and they were getting clean sheet after clean sheet after clean yeah. sheet, and I yeah. zero clue why it was happening. No, it's hilarious. So they were, I mean, you looked at their numbers when at the start of the season when they were getting hammered, and they weren't that bad, and then suddenly their numbers are really bad. But then they were just hammering away clean sheets, and it's just like it just made absolutely yeah. no sense. Um, but yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have Ward. I'm sure you have Ward, and I think he, yeah. of course, shows his value. But in terms of, yeah, I know, I know what people mean when he's an attacking defender, and that's fair. He 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 probably will get an assist or two in in a long stretch of games, but doubling up on Leicester defense just seems pretty silly. Yeah, he yeah he's he's hilarious to watch. Like when you put like a five pounder on him with score, you get so pissed because yeah. he just lurks around the penalty box but never does a thing. No, exactly. Um. But yeah, I'm, not, I'm probably not going to touch much, much of Leicester. Also, Madison, I think, is like partially out still. So yeah, exactly. I think that's a bit of really go after. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, definitely yeah, an issue. Bueno and uh, Patterson, like, I think is interesting, but I don't think it's worth people freaking out as much as they are. Just take Patterson and go. Like, he's going to sit third yeah. on your bench anyway. No. Yeah, exactly. Um, bueno, you know, there's some comp- competition at left back. So I think it's worth just sticking with Patterson because he's nailed. And then, yeah, I guess outside of that, the Arsenal guys, Nketia, Saka, if you have a bit more money, is on penalties, Martinelli, and then I guess the Arsenal defence. But they do have tough fixtures, but they're at the top of the table for some reason, and that's because they have a good defence. So, uh, you know, the Arsenal defence, Ben White, Gabriel, those guys are good options. But, yeah. Yeah. 